Good evening, and welcome to Georgia Pia Radio. I am your host for this evening, Tuesday, January 24th. Inspired by his Caribbean grandmother at the tender age of seven, Joe Johnson, a.k.a. Chef JJ, always knew he was going to be a chef. Attending the Culinary Institute of America, he worked under such culinary figures, including Brian Ellis, Eric Valfuto, and Stephen Lewandowski. Currently serving as executive sous chef of the Dining Institute, Chef JJ is also the co-founder of culinary social networking site YourPalette.com. Having won the first season of Rocco's Dinner Party on Bravo TV, Joe is working on a few projects for this year. With amazing talent and a love for what he does, it's no surprise that some deemed him the monitor, the golden chef. Tonight, I welcome Chef JJ. Joining on the discussion at 347 Chef JJ, are you there? Hey, what's up, what's up? How are you? Well, let me call you Joe. I know everyone calls you Chef JJ. You can call me JJ, Joe, Joseph, Golden Chef, whatever you feel comfortable with. I know. You probably get a combination of all of them. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's so ironic. It's, it's so funny because you and I met um, at an event last July. Briefly catch me up on what you've been doing since since then. That's right. We met, It was odd. Like, you bumped into me or something. <laughs> right. We were both in line going through this event like we were... It was, I think, just beats um, premiere for his Rhythm of Light campaign, and we were both actually going to the event. And I'm like, oh, and, you know, you and I just started talking. Started talking. Um, and look where we're at now. <laughs> look where we're at now. Thank you very much for having me. Um, since then, a lot's been moving. Going to have a kids' cooking show on NBC nonstop, um, oh, geared to kids, uh, conscious eating, and uh, that just that cooking's fun and that you should eat right and that you should... You should take care of your food. I'm working on OMJ, which is my oatmeal juice product that I wanted on the shelf every day. But, you know, it's a couple of steps you have to divvy and dabble with. So it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Um, Yeah, I actually want to get into that later on because I I definitely saw that. I think that's phenomenal that you you actually have something of your own coming out really soon. Um, So I, I love that you're actually, you know, doing a cooking show for children. But, I mean, let's take it back to the beginning for those that don't know your history. At least tell me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. So you're actually from, is it Toby Hanna, Pennsylvania? Yeah, a.k.a. the Poconos, the beautiful Manorie Lodge. (laughs) (laughs) And and I saw that your grandmother's from the island, um, and and part of your inspiration came from her. What sealed the deal for you wanting to become a chef? Sealed the deal for me. I was like eight years old. I saw a commercial for Culinary Soup of America. I told my mom I'm going to go to culinary school, and that's where I'm going to go. And she laughed. Really? I didn't think I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, I was always in the kitchen. My grandmother made me eat beets, butternut squash, zucchini, uh, red cabbage, things I hated that I love today. Of course, you hate them when you're younger because you're forced to eat them. And forced. then you're older, you're like, this is actually really good to eat. Yeah, so that's how I kind of got started. And I just kept cooking, became a dishwasher at 14 years old in a country club, worked there. And then went to culinary school. Right. So, what was your favorite meal growing up? Since you said you helped out in the kitchen a lot. Um, favorite meal was aso pao. It's like a soupy rice traditional dish from Puerto Rico. Um, okay. and then also lasagna. So I was always oh, trying to make right. lasagna totally different, all these different ways. And for people's <laughs> birthday parties, I look back like, what was I doing? <laughs> Thirty ways to make lasagna. I joke. Nice. So you went to the Culinary Institute of America, which is a prestigious culinary college. Um, you've had all this success under the age of 30. Also, like I said earlier, you, you were on Rocco TV the first season for Rocco's Dinner Party. How did that happen? Like, how did you get to be um, 
uh, a contestant on that show. My friends kept telling me, do TV, do TV, do TV. You can cook. People will love you. I'm like, I'm a chef at heart. I just want to cook food and please people through food. I filled out this application for this new show, Rocco's Dinner Party. Of course, we all know Rocco from the restaurant, Union Pacific, and... They kept, they called me back and I was shocked. I got on at this time that I went on because I did other try to get on other television shows. I said, okay, right. I'm just gonna be myself. I'm gonna show all my energy. And the cast and crew kind of loved me. Came back. I did some other things, cooked, and they called me four days before I was supposed to get on the show. What was that experience like for you? Oh, great culinary experience. Great culinary experience. I mean, I got to cook for Marcus Samuelson, Kelly Klo. Omar from The Wire, Rocco, um, just being able to cook for Rocco, who has three stars in the New York Times, and Marcus, who has three stars in the New York Times, and they both love my food, kind of just showed me, like, okay, my food is good. I just don't think right. my food is good, but people that are credible in the industry know the food is good. No, I, I saw the pictures, the candid shots, those were so, I, I like that. I was, I'm like, you looked in your element. This is something that you do, camera or no camera. Like, this is JJ's going in. Like, this JJ's is what I do. This is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, my mom was there. She was excited. My dad was excited. Yeah. My family was all there. We watched it in my house. Um, it was supposed yeah. to be, like, 30 people in my house. A viewing party. It was, like, 120 people in my house. Viewing party. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was family and friends, and everybody was excited. Cousins were excited. It was just a good feeling, like, to really see excitement through other people's eyes, being proud of you. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can only imagine that. And then on top of that, though, JJ, you won. So, I mean, did you get some type of, you know, reward or recompense? Like, how does that work? Because I'm, I'm new to when it comes to people. Oh, well, I, I walked away from Rocco's dinner party with 20000 Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, and, but, you know, I walked away with, yeah. with 20000 but it, it was an honor just being able to cook. Right. So my friends that know me, anyone that's close to me knows, like, I'm really big on organic ingredients and consuming foods in its purest forms, and, and you seem like you're really on, um, you know, just promoting eating healthy and stuff like that. For those that want to ease their way into less processed foods, tell us a little bit more about your cooking techniques, ingredients you incorporate in your foods, and things that you would recommend. So one thing that I, I've been seeing lately is, like, people use this word healthy, and most Americans yeah. don't know what that word means. So my whole thing about the way my style of cooking is being conscious about what you eat. So if you know where it comes from, you'll start to eat healthy. But right. if you don't know where it comes from and you don't know what they do to your food product, you do not – you will always eat what you eat. I mean, people were eating at Taco Bell, and they were giving, like, 31% meat. And there's Ooh. still people that don't know about that. No, I, had, you know, and I used to eat that in college. I had no idea. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, giving, like, 33 31%. Like, the maximum amount of meat uh, – don't quote me – is, like, 45 or 51% meat. The rest is other. So it's like eating a hot dog. Wow. I those guys are doing that. So me, what I do is I constantly, in the restaurant industry, I talk to my fish guys on a daily basis, knowing what's in season, talking to produce companies like Chef Card and Satter Farms, asking them what's right, what's good, what's growing well. And then from there, that's how I develop my menus. I just don't say, oh, I want to make, I want to use tomatoes today, but if tomato season is three weeks behind, I'm not going to use tomatoes until they become in season. I love so I'm that. Always I love that. Staying so- within se- I'm always staying within season, so that's why I always promote, like, go to your farmer's market sometime. I know we're always on the run, but if you go to your farmer's market, you go to Union Square, every farmer yeah. has all the same product yeah. because that's what's in season. It's just who you feel yeah. more comfortable with. So you recommend, I mean, just to kind of put that out there for the people that don't really shop at farmer's markets or organic grocery stores, you recommend staying on top of what's in season because obviously they they sell so many different things even out of season. 
Um, oh yeah, well, of course. Like right now, we'll get we're getting tomatoes from California. We're getting tomatoes from Mexico because out of out of season now. Of course, Jersey sells tomatoes. I'm not telling you don't eat a tomato. I'm just using that as an example. But asparagus. If you go to your store and you look at where asparagus is coming from, it's coming somewhere from like Chile or somewhere like that. Asparagus comes in season in the springtime. So wait for the spring. It's right. Or when you eat corn, July, August, corn, white corn, amazing. But you eat it out of yeah. season. It's still okay. But when it's in season, it's right. You want to eat it all day long. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, and I, I looked at that. Like, I, you know, I was really big on buying different things in season, especially looking at where it came from, making sure most of it came from the U.S. Nothing against other countries, but obviously if it came from the U.S., it's in season. I mean, that's what my assumption was. I could be totally wrong on that, JJ. Um, no, but, I mean, no, yeah, but, I, mean, go, I mean, I don't know where you live, but if you live, yeah. like, I talk to somebody once, like, oh, yeah, I have a farmer's market five minutes down the road from my house. I don't really go. So I started talking to them, and now they go to farmer's market all the time. I'm not saying that you can do all your essential shopping from there, but once in a while, treat yourself to it. It's it's not as expensive. The food product is way better, and you yeah, you get to meet your people where it's coming from. Yeah, but they're so nice. I've shopped at, I love going to Union Square Farmer's Market. Um, they, I mean, they really put love in what they sell and obviously what they grow, so I, I'm with you on that. Now, are you with on top of you doing the show? Are you still working at a dining institute as far as like your executive sous chef? Is that something that you're still? Yeah, so where I work right doing? now, it gives me the flexibility to do what I want to do, like OMJ, shoot a kids cooking show. So where I'm yeah. at right now it gives me flexibility. So I'm like executive sous chef. So when the chef's not here, I run the show. Or when the chef's okay. here, he's still like, all right, go ahead, run the show. I'm tired today. Do what you want. Right. Cook what you want. Because he has confidence in me. But I've had offers right. for a lot of executive chef jobs that I've just turned down because the time and the effort that I have to put towards it, I just can't at the moment based off of what I'm doing on my personal end. That's actually, that was my next question because I was going to say why not executive chef, but obviously you said because where you're at now as far as being a sous chef, it gives you the flexibility that you need. Right. Now, I mean, I, can, I still consult at restaurants within New York City. Right, um, right. But a right to take an executive chef position on is a lot of time and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Is that something that you see in the near future for you? Um, Yeah. I might just go right into opening a restaurant with, with one of my buddies. I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I will always be in the restaurant industry somehow, somewhat, because food yeah. keeps me sane. So even if you see me on another cooking <laughs> show, um, you'll still I might work at my friend's restaurant three nights a week as a line cook, just helping him out and being there, because I need to be around food. I can't live life without being around food. Wow. I love it. I'm I'm inspired. I'm I really am. I love it. So let's talk more about the show that you're doing, where people can watch that show, you know, what's the name of the show, and then I really want to talk about some of the other projects that you're working on for 2012. Okay. So the name of the show is called Kids Love Cooking with Chef JJ. You can catch a trailer on kidslovecooking.tv. It's a basically I have kids in the kitchen with me that are Broadway stars. You'll see some of them that were on that were in Lion King or the Sprite commercial with CeeLo or just some regular kids that you might know from around your area, and they cook with me in the kitchen. But it's a reality-based show at the same time. So when the cookbook yeah. comes out with the, C, the sing-along CD, the kids that are in the show are the kids singing the song on the CD. Gotcha. Um, and then that, we'll go out to, like, food festivals. after you did the Bravo TV reality show? I'm sorry? That's, did that opportunity come about after? Yeah, after, like, yeah, yeah, it came after the Bravo's dinner party, yes. Nice. So you immediately offer, like, hey, JJ, we want to give you your own show. I think you're great. We want you to cook with the kids. No. Um, <laughs> I ran into a guy doing a magazine interview. 
he does like children's shows and we were just talking and I was just like, man, I would love to be an advocate to speak for child obesity. I'm tired of seeing kids eat McDonald's all the time, Burger King all the time. Yeah. There's other good stuff out yeah. there. If I did a kids cooking show, I think that would be good. Sat down with this guy, all my ideas started flowing, and next thing we know, now it's a put-together piece. Wow. And how long has the show been you know, Working? Uh, July. July. It's been moving fast. <laughs> oh, wow. July, oh, yeah. It's fast. <laughs> okay. And is that, I mean, you know, to kind of get into, you know, your lifestyle, is that like your main source of income? Are you getting paid from that? Um, once... Once it once it once it starts airing and everything, it might become a main source of gotcha. income. Okay, gotcha. I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> no, because I was going to say like if 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 you were doing your own show now, I would think of like you need to have your own show. The way you talk about cooking and needing to be around food and it keeps you sane. Um, oh, thank you very definitely. much. Yeah, of course. So now, what's your favorite meal to cook? Is it still lasagna? No, um, everybody. I get I get this a lot. I mean. I, I used to like been I was like in that scallop mode. Then I was like it's a no and over. I feel like it gets abused too much. So I'm not really in the scallop mode anymore. Um, I'm switching up a little bit. I don't really know which way I'm going, but um, I, I really can't answer. That. I can't answer that question honestly. <laughs> I really can't. So no, I mean, we'll just uh, no matter what. I guess it's safe to say whatever you do cook, you put a lot of love and and um, care into your food, right? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, I taste I everything it. that goes on a plate. Okay, okay. Now, is, is there a place where people can eat your food? I know my producer was curious, and a couple of people asked me, like, did he send you any recipes? And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> she was serious. My friend was serious. She's like, girl, did he send you any recipes? And then my producer was like, where can people eat his food? Like, I'd love to try this. Um, you get some of my recipes off my website, chefjoejohnson.com. Um, and then I do underground supper clubs in the city once a month in New York City. Okay. And it can range from anywhere from like eight to sixteen people. I blast it out on Twitter, Facebook, um, like my fan list, email list, and then the first sixteen yeah. people that book it come. And it's like a fun, intimate event. The last one I did was in Brooklyn with like twelve people. Barefoot yeah. Wines did a sponsorship, so I did like all their Moscato lines paired with uh, four courses. So I need to know your Twitter handle because I would love to attend one of these underground clubs. My Twitter is uh, at Chef Joe Johnson. Gotcha. I hope so everyone you can get make my sure food. you follow him. <laughs> <laughs> so one of your one of my favorite quotes that I, I I read in one of the one of the write ups about you is um, you said I believe food is an expression and cooking is the greatest stimulator. Let's talk about your your lifestyle drink. What you know, how did that come about? What inspired you to do this particular drink that you're working on right now? Um, I kind of was playing around, like reading about oatmeal, oatmeal, oatmeal. This is the great, the next greatest thing. I mean, it's been around for I don't know how long, and right. I just started playing with it, using products, trying to make it into a drink form, trying to make it in purees, trying to do this, making a risotto, and I made something really close to it that was drinkable. And I kept tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, and that's how I came out with OMJ. So where I work right now, you can get it as a healthy be- breakfast selection. You get like a two-ounce shot with a poached egg with truffle vinaigrette and a parfait. That comes with oatmeal juice. So wow. I'm serving it. You know, I work in a, I work, I cook for executives. So yeah. if they're drinking it, then on a consistent base, then it should be okay. So your, so what is your, what is the vision for oatmeal juice? Um, you know, I know it said that you were looking to 
hopefully launch sometime this year. What do, what do you do? You want it on the shelves and markets so where people can buy it, or is it something that where people are um, it's being branded on TV shows? What, what's your goal, your overall vision for this? I mean, if we do it like Entourage, I don't have a problem with that. But um, like they did Avion. <laughs> but um, no, my goal is to put it like in small market, small corner stores in New York City, um, like my neighborhood. Work way down, and it's and from there it gets put in schools and corporations, cafeterias, and it's like a connection. So like your son or daughter's drinking it in their school, and then you're drinking it at work. So now you're going to drink it at home. You can drink it after right. before you go to the gym. You can drink it after you get to the gym because it has fiber, calcium, all those good things that you need. But I'm going to start small. You're not going to see it in Whole Foods first. Um, it's going to be it's going to be roll out really small within small markets around um, New York City. And I'm, I'm assuming that this is something that's going to be hopefully I guess made available through your website where people that don't live in New York City like we do are able to get their hands on it? Yeah, exactly. So you can go to the website. You can say, I want to order a case of oatmeal juice. We ship it out to you next day, and we go from there. And, and, and remember, sure I, I bottle this product thing. myself. So it's getting bottled oh. myself. It's not getting bottled by a distribution company or something like that. I'm bottling each bottle that you drink will be hand-bottled. And and so getting more technicalities of it, like what is the bottle going to be made out of? Um, what What's the pricing for, for your oatmeal juice? Uh, it's an eight-ounce. Eight ounce bottle, eight ounce food ounce at three dollars. So you know, and, and it's a, it's a little thicker than milk, so it will get, yeah. it will fill like it will fill you up. So if you weren't able to eat right. in the morning, you're on the run, you can drink it. If you need to, like I said, you come out the gym, you're able to drink it. Um, okay. It, it's a good eight. It's like a good eight ounce portion. This is not something that you would want people to replace though eating regular breakfast, right? Well, they could if they wanted to. That's their choice. Okay, okay. Like, if you're at your desk and you're like, oh, I don't have no time, I want to drink OMJ, no problem. Right. So, they'll still get the nutrients. I guess what I'm saying is they'll still get the nutrients. And whatever oh, yeah, you'll get everything. Or... You'll get the right sugar okay. intake. You'll get the right fiber, calcium, all that stuff. Got it, got it. Okay. And, of course, I have to put you on the spot. I'm just kind of curious. I would love, love, love. I don't know how we would do this. This is just a vision in my head, JJ. But I would love for you to cook a meal for my producer and I when our schedule permits. I just had to call you out. I just no, no problem. No problem. We'll make uh, it happen. Challenge. We're pretty easy. She's definitely <laughs> less figure than I am. I know she is. Like, but I would love it. I would love it. I love it. So we guess we'll have to set something up. I don't know when, where. But I would love to, to try some things. We'll make it happen. We will make it happen. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, JJ. It was such a pleasure talking to you. No, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so I just want to double check. The website is chefjoejohnson.com, correct? Yes. My Twitter is um, at Chef Joe Johnson, and my cool. Facebook cool. is Chef and JJ. Great. And then obviously they can go onto the website, find all your yummy, healthy recipes uh, to, to throw down in their own kitchen. So, exactly. Um. Yes, well, keep me posted. I'll make sure you have all my contact information, but keep me posted on your oatmeal juice and however we can support what you have going on. Um, I, I think it's pretty amazing that, you know, what you have going on and the movement that you have going on. So that's, I wish you well with everything. Thank you very much again for having me, and I'll send you some yes. OMJ. That'll okay. be the start. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, you have a good night, sweetie. You too. <laughs> I have to thank Chef JJ, a.k.a. Joe Johnson, for joining me tonight. Uh, make sure you check out his website, chefjoejohnson.com, and check him out on Twitter at Chef Joe Johnson. You can catch this episode and other archive shows podcasting on iTunes by searching George at Pierre in the iTunes store. Thanks for listening. Take care. Peace.